0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Classic Gaming Podcast, I'm Robert Ring. Today's date is April 21st, 2017, this is episode number 80, and with me this fine evening is...
1: Me! Mm Mm-hmm. That's me! Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. and only me. And only you.
0: Yep. (sighs) Once again... (laughs)
1: Jay will Daniel. join us later. Got some anger there, my man. <laughs> you going to be okay?
0: I'll be I'll be all right. Okay. I'm just a little confused still about the on my way home thing.
1: I that's him. You know that. You know that's how he is.
0: Jay said on my way home, I'm going to be 20 minutes late. 25 minutes later he said on my way home. <laughs> so he'll be here I literally no minutes. logic
1: <laughs> how's it going blake uh it's going all right you know good it's going all right good good yeah i've i've I really got I, oh, I don't I have know. much either i don't have much uh i've been pretty depressed for a while and i'm finally starting to come out of that yeah you said last time that you were yeah like, good. like there was good. some other shit that happened on my way uh, after that. It's been a bad okay. couple weeks since then, and oh. I'm finally starting to feel like myself now. Okay, good. Yeah. That's always good to hear. Yeah. I agree.
0: Is it just because you're talking to me right now, mostly?
1: No, no, God, no, actually.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I thought I had something okay. to, do, to do with that. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> uh I guess, let's go ahead and jump into news. I as I said, Jay will join us I guess about 20 minutes from now. But who who fucking knows. So in 20 minutes he'll probably be like hey, I'm going to run out and get some food. When do you guys want to start or something? <laughs> uh full throttle. <I> <laughs> Why
1: would you have to mention food? Now I'm hungry again, dude. Oh, uh, I'm sorry.
0: I already ate tons of food, so I'm not had an awesome donut.
1: You bastard. Yeah.
0: Full throttle remastered is out now. That's one piece of news. Nice. Yeah. I started playing it, but I'm still playing Thimbleweed Park and I want to finish that first before I really get into full throttle, so uh haven't really done much with it. Also the also out is the Disney after afternoon collection by Capcom. It's got DuckTales 1 and 2, these are the Oh, yeah, old, that came out. Yeah. These are the old Did NES you games. You
1: look into it at all?
0: Uh yeah, I've looked into it. I I when it first was announced I was like, "Awesome." And then like when it came out I was like, "You know, I don't know if I really feel like playing these right now." uh i i think i probably will pick it up eventually but right now i'm just really well first of all i'm playing like several other things all at the same time right now but yeah
1: the fucking classic problem right now
0: (laughs) yeah and then also i was like uh i don't really feel i don't really feel up to it at this at this time but uh i will will probably play it right um also starcraft one is free now
1: yeah, it blew my mind. I saw you tweet about that on the Classic Gaming Podcast Twitter, which you can follow, <laughs> at Class Gamescast. Good job. And I was like, I know that the, I know that they're trying to get the whole StarCraft thing going again and all, but that shocked the hell out of me. And I guess it shouldn't have shocked me that much, because they've done the same with a few other places. Uh, they did or few yeah, other games, like, uh, like uh, Lost Vikings. Lost
0: Vikings and... Uh... Black Rock and, Rock and Roll Racing. Yeah, Rock and Roll Racing. Yeah. I think that one too. Rock and Roll
1: Racing. I don't know if they did it with Blackthorn, but I know they did it with Rock and Roll. That's the one I was trying to think of.
0: Um, you you probably I guess you weren't here cuz there was one episode where we where we like we were talking about this that they said they were going to do that. Uh I think that was one that you were out or out for a little bit. Maybe. I don't really remember. Yeah. But uh this is in the wake of them. You know they're they're making a StarCraft 1 remastered also.
1: Yeah, they're doing a remaster of it. So I, I was like, it it makes sense because of that, because yeah. it's going to be a remaster. So it's like, well, we'll just give the old one away for free. We'll build some hype up around the game right now. Right. To get to drum up some more interest before the remaster comes out. It's uh, it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Yeah, but at so. the time, I just didn't have any expectations of that. Yeah.
0: So that's pretty awesome. You can just get that. I guess I don't know exactly where you get it. Just type in Blizzard and then you'll find it some somehow.
1: <laughs> pretty easily I would imagine
0: Um, uh, alright here we go with our uh biweekly bit of confusing Nintendo news the NES Classic you know that sold like hot cake remember that
1: yeah hot cake single um, because there were so damn few of them available
0: yeah and uh, so the logical thing to do is to discontinue it right
1: I guess um, the reasoning for it. Everybody assumes that it is because they're gonna make a SNES mini that's gonna come out around the holiday season of this year. So that's uh, that's kind of what everybody's thinking. I I mean I don't know exactly why they would be like, hey, let's just completely gut our own income here. But that, <laughs> that's one possibility. Because it's not like it's really going to be competing. The Nest Mini and the Nest Mini are going to be directly competing with each other.
0: Yeah, and there's tons of time in between also.
1: Yeah, a ton of time. So, I don't know.
0: Though in, their, in their press release, the way they phrased it made it kind of sound like they weren't really planning on making a ton of them, you know, at any point to begin with. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't... I mean, that's not really that good of a reason
1: I, I really hope that they have a different approach to a SNES Mini if they yes. can
0: do it. Oh, man. I really, really I want to so... see
1: it well-stocked. Yeah. I want to see it get more re- than one release. <laughs> and Like, like, just, fuck, just come on. Because if <laughs> they screwed up, like, there's... I don't know. There's going to be a lot of games on there, potentially, that I'll be super interested in. We had Final Fantasy 1 on the Nintendo, the NES Mini. So I expect to see at least Final Fantasy 6, if not 6 and 4. Mm-hmm. There should be Super Mario World, Super Metroid, and Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's three amazing games right there. And the, like those are all worth replays. And if they add in some other stuff, it might be kind of cool to have that. But if they fuck it up, I might just tell them to go screw themselves and not <laughs> waste any money on it and not support them. And that doesn't make me happy. Because so I would like to support this kind of idea. But if t- Nintendo were going to be shitheads about it, I don't want to support that. Right. Well put. I d- I
0: just don't even haven't any- I don't know who know- I mean. There's hello. Oh, there he hey, is. Oh who. hey, how are you? Hi Jay. Hi Robert. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> how are you?
2: I shit. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm gr- I'm fantastic. I'm tired Hi. too, but you know what? I dealt with it. Did you? Yeah. It's good. <laughs> You heard the uh, NES Classic is discontinued now?
2: Yeah, did you hear the rumor of the Classic Super Nintendo? Yeah.
0: I'm actually way more excited about that. We were just talking about that. Yeah, but we're excited, like, if they actually release enough for people to buy this time. Yeah,
2: I agree. Not Nintendo, though. What yeah, um, well, other so exactly.
1: games do you think might be on there? I was about to ask Mario, you guys. Mario Link, Super Metroid, Nintendo? and yeah. Mario Link, Metroid, Final Fantasy VI, and then... Ooh.
2: Maybe Chrono Cross or Chrono Trigger,
1: sorry. Uh, maybe Chrono Trigger. Yeah, maybe Probably so. like Super Street Fighter Two. Oh yeah, good one. What,
2: what were the original flagships? Super Mario, obviously, the one that came with the game was like the best. Yeah. NBA Jam's, I think, came out pretty quick, didn't it? Wasn't it
0: NBA, Jams? Uh, NBA I don't Jam? NBA f- Jam could be there. Yeah. I thought that was early. I don't Probably think not. it was very early. Okay, but I mean, it could be on there. I think, even though this wasn't like a huge one, I I would see them putting. I could see them putting Pilot Wings on there, just because it was yeah like, Pilot Wings. It mm, was I like a launch too. title. Uh, what about Star Fox? Oh, Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, Star Mario Kart be on there for sure.
2: Mario Kart. Oh God, yeah, that would May- probably be yep. like
0: the. May- that would yeah. have to be on there. Maybe F Zero too. It's
2: possible. Oh, Super Smash Bros. too. That came out way late. That
1: was the Nintendo sixty four.
2: Wasn't there was one for Super Nintendo? <laughs> nope. wasn't there?
1: Nope. Oh really? Yeah.
2: Oh wow! I thought there was like a, a shittier one for Super Nintendo. Why not?
1: Nah. Maybe you're thinking of Street Fighter.
2: Okay. Okay, I'm crazy.
1: Uh, let me scroll through some game lists here. Brainlord, Brandish, neither of those will be on there.
0: Uh, maybe
1: Breath of Fire one or two. It'll probably maybe be one
0: of the Yoshi better. games.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, that's possible. I, yeah.
0: Yoshi's World. Maybe. What about a uh, Super Castlevania?
1: <sighs> Ooh.
0: I, I bet they mm. would put that on there because they had. One, they might have had two Castlevanias on the NES, min, uh, yeah. NES
1: Classic. They had one or two, or maybe three on the. Yeah. NES
0: Did they minor. give? Were they transparent at all with the reasoning for the discontinuation? They ba- not really. It's I, no. we were talking about it a minute ago. It sounded no. sort of like they were kind of saying, "Oh, we never really planned on releasing a, a ton to begin with," and so now we're just sort of done. I,
2: I kind of got that feeling based on their response for it, like that they were like, "This was like kind of a gimmick thing, like a promotion. They weren't really invested into it." Yeah, And that, I feel like that showed, because like, the amount of effort that they put into it was just a joke. But their <laughs> yeah. track record record's not much better
0: with things like that, so I don't
1: know. No, it's not. Uh, we've got Contra 3, maybe Demon's Crest.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm, those would be nice. I j- I'm just a Demon's Crest, Mark, so I'll bring that up anytime I get a no, chance. It's, it's uh,
0: under...
1: Maybe the Donkey Kong Country. Oh, yeah, 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 that's for true. Sure. If, if they can get the rights for it, or if they have the rights for it. Have they oh, done re-releases? Right. I think they've done re-releases of some of the dkcs on like the e shops, right?
2: Isn't that owned by I'm like a sure. bunch of different parties? Isn't that what the issue is with it?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: That's what I heard. Okay. Do you think oh, U- yeah. UN Squadron has a chance of getting on there? Not oh no, so that's a great really, game. No, you don't think no. so? Not big enough.
2: No. I would imagine they'll probably this time around, if they're actually going to take this seriously, they'll implement something to where you can add li- add to your library. Like, go how stupid
1: are we that we haven't said this one yet? Earthbound.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. yeah. Oh
1: shit. Yeah. I mean, it, there's so
2: many.
0: I, on there, there's
2: sure. so many amazing games. It's kind of hard to hit them all, honestly. Dude,
0: Earthbound alone would sell that
1: system.
2: You think so? I, I think it would. I sell. think for I think some people, people it would. Anybody who plays
0: RPGs? Which is a lot of people, but
1: Earthbound, like Earthbound, is such a hugely important cult classic for them that yeah, I would totally believe it.
0: Like that's not for everybody, true. there would be plenty of people who are like, "What's Earthbound? I just want to play Mario." Yeah, but exactly, then, like, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's going to be the same thing with a lot of the games on there. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got the Flintstone. RPG. Oh, the Lion King <laughs> game. God. <laughs> Aladdin, I'm sure that'll oh, make there. Oh, yeah, it. Al- that's
2: what Lisa said. Lisa goes, oh, you mean Aladdin? Because I told her about it. She's like, oh, you mean Aladdin? I'm like,
1: go fuck yourself. Illusion like, of Gaia, Soul Blazer, uh, Joe and Mac. I doubt that one. Oh, shit. There. I wouldn't be too surprised if that was on there.
2: Oh, wasn't the Star Wars game pretty fun?
1: I think one of them is supposed to be pretty
0: good. Yeah, I think uh, I don't remember. I remember them all just being really hard.
2: Yeah, I remember that. Actually, I remember that as well. But I think Modern one of them Man might make an appearance.
0: I think it was maybe. I could be wrong. I think it might have been Empire Strikes Back. That was a better one. Hmm. That sounds
1: right. Okay. To
2: anything else?
1: One of them spans quite a few of the okay. games. It might, I don't know. Maybe. Whatever. This system yeah. is one like, of I'm supposed leads. to
2: there is way too many good titles for this. Oh, Secret of Evermore. Oh. <laughs> God. Some of that. Anyway. Lost
1: Vikings, which we mentioned earlier, sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's oh, yeah. Um, and a couple dozen other games that I could totally believe being. SimCity. I forgot
2: Probably.
1: about that. Oh, SimCity. I watch a oh, lot of
2: people like Sim SimCity.
0: Okay. Um, in other unfortunate news Uh-oh. uh mad cats wait this this is uh this should have been on the last one i just totally forgot it but i figured i'd mention it mad cats has gone out of business
2: i actually didn't hear about this
0: yep wasn't
2: mad cats Doing a lot in the fighting game community, Blake. I guess you know this too. Oh uh, right?
1: yeah, yeah. They were doing the fight sticks for a very long time. They provided a lot of fight sticks as prizes in tournaments.
2: So what ha- do we know? What happened? Do we know. I mean, what they just wasn't enough?
1: weren't that much of a successful business. Yeah.
2: I never was like a big fan of their products, like in particular, like the I don't controllers think, they made for GameCube. I don't. Think I mean, the
1: biggest thing was. that they had going for them yeah, okay. was probably the fight sticks. Yeah. And not that's not a very big market because they're basic controllers. That's very true most people didn't like their basic controllers a lot of the time no. and as we've gone on the console development companies like microsoft nintendo etc have made it much easier to get their controllers it's very true and like that quality of a controller is much better than what you normally would have gotten with a mad cats version
0: it's so like yeah i i totally agree like they i never used one of their fight sticks but from what everything i heard they were really good but, yeah. like, that was, like, really that good. seemed, like, to be the only thing that they did good. Like, I never used a Mad Cat's console controller that I was, like, oh, I'm glad I'm using this instead I'm of... i so controller. glad I've got
1: the Mad Cat's version of this <laughs> instead of the, the official version. Yeah, you never said that. That may have been different in the more recent years, but I, I don't know if that was the case. They may have had such bad press from the last, oh, decade, decade and a half You're that right. they couldn't really recover.
2: Um, something we forgot for the Super Nintendo, uh, Turtles in Time.
1: Oh yeah, yeah yep. <laughs> if they can get the rights for that one for sure. Yep.
0: Anyways. So I guess Mad Cat's maybe not That's super surprising. Yeah, but it's still it's still. Wonder where the rights
2: are going to go. That's interesting. What do you mean? on well, the rights for whatever products they have. They probably sell them.
0: I mean, I don't think anybody really wants the Mad Cat's name.
2: Even for the sticks, really? Who who are they? The premier fight stick.
0: Not, I don't think they're um, the premiere, are they, Blake?
1: They were probably the most popular. I'm trying oh, to think really? of the other ones. There was, uh, I, I know, uh, it was one of the ones. I just can't think of it there was like Hitbox. When I oh, was... Was that...
2: wait, is that the same company as the streaming service? I don't know. I'm.
1: That's why oh, I'm like, I'm not funny. totally sure if that's right.
2: <laughs> I got introduced to Beam this week. Another streaming service that's pretty decent. It's better. It's I thought better we talked inbox.
1: about that on the last podcast. Oh, was that us? Yeah. <laughs>
0: He forgot about it and then discovered it again. <laughs>
2: I was off work a lot this week, so this, this last week and a half or so of run together.
0: Well, and then finally we have the 2017 World Video Game Hall of Fame finalists announced. Already? Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, crazy. I was like, I guess it is about that time. That's
0: actually yeah. I was crazy a little bit I... surprised when I saw this too. Much. Yeah, I was, my thought process was the same as Blake. So I was like, oh yeah, I guess so
1: um this is from and the, the, because this is the nominees this isn't the games that have can, made it in can you right.
0: send a link or if, if you haven't already um i don't uh i don't have a direct link but you can find it at worldvideogamehallofame.org. i'll read them out right here uh 12 games i believe they pick six of these to enter the hall of fame the 12 nominees or finalists are donkey kong the original final fantasy 7 halo one microsoft windows solitaire
2: this is a good list so far.
0: Mortal Kombat. Yeah it is.
2: This is way better than last year.
0: It is. Mist, Pokemon oh, wow. Red and Green, Portal, Resident Evil, Street Fighter Two, Tomb Raider, and Wii Sports.
2: I actually really like this list. I, I think this is like substantially better than last year. I think year. it's
0: definitely a solid list. Yeah.
2: I actually have no complaints on this other than is Street Fighter Two the one that you guys always talk about being the really
0: That's it's Street that Fighter hot-started
1: competitive fighting game. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. This, this is a solid list. I love the, the variety on it too.
0: Yeah, like yeah, I feel like it's I feel the same way. Good variety and every like pretty much everything on here is solid. Uh Solid Snake. Street Fighter Two was on there <laughs> last year and didn't make it. And so was Pokemon. Yeah. And I Happy bet, return. I bet both of those, spot. I think they'll both make it this time. Especially um, Pokemon.
1: Was Final Fantasy 7 on there last year? No, the original think Final think so. Fantasy was, wasn't it? Uh that sounds right. Yeah, I think that's what it was.
0: It's a great list, man. I that's love a the very, very
1: solid list. Wow. Yeah,
0: I was I was that's, pretty happy with that.
1: That's very very surprising. Um, I mean, the only ones that I'm not like, oh yeah, those games were super important. Uh, I guess I would say Portal. I don't feel like it as good of a game as it may have been. I don't feel like it was that important. Mm-hmm. But it, then, um, oh, that's right, that's right. We go back to the whole, uh how much of like a part of pop culture, the pop culture lexicon. Okay. Did That's what I was going to say. Well. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, then in that, that case, is
2: super into that game. Like I'm not a huge fan of it either,
1: but I mean, it, it literally took over the entirety of nerd culture for a year oh. straight.
2: Yeah. I feel like it's still relevant too. Like people, people. still make,
1: still make, make it. It. We, we talked about, about
2: this recently, story. about the, yeah, the ship did, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Then I would guess, I guess I would say that resident evil, I don't see as big of a thing. Like it's fairly popular because it became a movie franchise, but I don't know that I'd say it's any bigger than that. Mm. Eh. I- uh, we like sports a real
2: scary game,
1: isn't it? Uh, I mean, there's probably horror games before that, like a- uh, maybe A V P.
0: Interesting. Yeah, but I feel like Resident Evil was kind of novel for the time.
1: Um, it was definitely novel for the time, and it kind of helped give birth to the survival horror genre Yeah, that's in a big way. Yeah, I grade. feel like it did, because it was definitely the first but time But I don't I see that genre as being that huge either. That's I a, maybe that's just me.
0: That's a good
2: point. I, genre, think... I think the horror genre is still pretty big. It was, I think it was bigger. Horror bigger in
1: general, genre. but survival horror, not as much. Mm,
2: okay, okay, I can agree with that.
1: Cause I mean, a horror as a genre goes way beyond Resident Sounds Evil. Sounds like you're saying horror, by the way. I know it does. Yeah, <laughs> the
2: horror
0: genre. So he's talking. The horror genre. genre. I'm always down for that. Dicks.
1: Jane, uh, Jill, genre, Jill Sandwich. <laughs> Jill. Sandwich. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then the other ones, Tomb Raider. I feel is in the same kind of boat as Resident Evil, but I never played them. I've heard a lot of people give a lot of praise to the original early like PlayStation Tomb Raiders. And, they were
2: good um, at the time, man. Yeah. Well, Alright, so what it
1: says here is combining the best elements of action adventure games with platform and puzzle solving, Tomb Raider provided gamers with a unique cinematic 3D universe, cutting-edge graphics, and a female protagonist who remains an iconic figure in gaming. Largely thanks to the character of Laura Croft and Angelina Jolie's theatrical portrayal of her in a blockbuster movie, Tomb Raider enjoys widespread appeal among gamers and non-gamers alike, and currently heads a franchise that has sold more than 58 million units worldwide. I mean, yeah, I... I it's got the movie and all that, but I I don't feel like it's as until the new games, the new Tomb Raiders got made. Like the, that was a dead series as far as pop culture was concerned too. Yeah, it yeah, had I mean, a it bad was, movie it that it was, was very for, heavily lampooned. Yeah, so
0: it was dead for a while. It was pretty big when it came out, but like, and it's definitely got its like hardcore followers. But I see what you're saying. It's like it never really, it didn't really have strong staying power like beyond like the kind of hardcore fans i don't feel
1: like yeah uh and then the last one on here that i would uh that i question a little bit would have to be wii sports ah yeah like the game is great and it was a lot of fun it was awesome that it was launched for free with the system but did it? Did it do anything? Did it I add? I get
0: why I get why it's on here, but I don't yeah. think it's I don't think it stands up to basically any of the others on this list.
1: Yeah, like everything else on here, I can totally see making it in Street Fighter Two, Portal, Pokemon, Mist, Mortal Kombat, friggin' Solitaire, <laughs> Halo, Final Fantasy Seven, Donkey Kong. All of those very 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 strong arguments for being in. I agree. Those all have lasting impressions on the gaming industry and pop culture at large. Mm
0: Mhm. So, next top three, we'll do our top six picks for which of these, uh, which six we think should go into the Hall of Fame. How about that? Six out of this list. How many are there? There's twelve. Okay. I'm pretty sure they do six each time
1: jeez man I <laughs> so, <laughs> I so three of them are already gone and that means i have to find yeah. another three to take off that's it, gonna be hard it is
0: gonna be hard i th- i was kind of looking at this thing about this and i think i've actually got a list that i'm pretty happy with
2: that's won't be hard yeah I am.
0: street fighters on my list shocking <laughs> guess what else is uh, are you already telling
2: us your answers?
0: <laughs> no, I'm just Come telling on. you the obvious ones that you should already uh, know. Pokemon. Uh well okay, the one on. I was gonna say. So is, many of these are so obvious. It's yeah, not even like, a problem. <laughs> We're gonna start
1: naming them and it's like, oh yeah, of course that one's obvious. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, we'll see. Oh yeah, sure. Oh
0: well, sure. <laughs> Alright. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Oh. Alright. Blake, you said you haven't been playing much new. Because you've been
1: working uh, yeah. on, yeah, uh... I've been. Uh, be- I was thinking about it, and then I just wanted to leave this episode open because since we're going to be f- be playing Diablo two later in we the are? episode. Kidding. Yeah, mine's fully updated. I already jumped Perfect. into the game on BattleNet and everything, so I'm good. I'm good. I'll go ahead Perfect. and launch
0: mine. Just double check. Wow. The
1: <laughs> <Great
0: host. laughs> okay, cancer, Robert. Look at this. I got Diablo two: Lord of Destruction right here in Windows. Windows 10, huh? So, what Windows I was thinking 10. is
2: the loser has to play. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out there because I was thinking about this today. The loser has to play mm, maybe like 90 minutes of the Sega Genesis Lion King. And if the winner's me or Blake, we get it. If the winner's Robert, Robert can then host a competition of his choosing for me and Blake to win.
1: Oh, God. Wait, Why so are you that, that way, him Robert Robert's kind has of power?
0: Ahead. Wait, say the last part again. If I. If, if I you win, win,
2: then you get to you get it, and then you can host a competition between Blake and I to decide which one of us gets it. That way, you have an incentive to win as well.
0: Okay, so if I win, then I create a new contest and divert the prize to one of you guys. Yep. Okay.
2: Unless you really want it, which I don't think you do.
0: No, I don't. I don't really care too much about that one. Okay. Good.
2: All right, that was uncalled for.
0: Oh, this is, this is gonna be that's that's a really good idea, Jay. This is gonna be fun now. <laughs> I, just, I just figured you had no incentive to win, and it was kind of boring. Yeah, I
1: didn't like that either. So yeah. I actually do really appreciate the idea of giving him some reason to try to survive.
2: Watch—he we go in there, and he's like, "I've been practicing for forty hours a week. Oh! <laughs> dumb, I, dude,
0: got I got you, you suckers! suckers." It's whoever can beat a uh, Metal Gear Solid one first. Oh my god! <laughs> I
2: would one hundred percent that game. One
0: hundred percent. What? I would 100% that game. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. I'll start. Oh my God. Um, so, yeah. So, I haven't uh, gone out of my way to play anything too much recently. I've been doing some more Link to the Past Randomizer. They've updated things. Now, instead of, like, finding so cool. the butter sword right away. So, uh, butter sword is the tier four, the final sword that you're able to unlock in the game. And so, now, instead of just being able to find that, they've made it so that every upgrade you find is progressive. So you won't be able to find the Titan's mitt before you find the power glove. You won't cool. be able to find the That's Butter sword random. before you find the master sword and the tempered sword, things like that. So even on old seeds, like let's say you opened up the chest in Link's house and it was a butter sword in seed 12345678. Now, if you go and boot up seed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, if you redo that seed with the new randomizers, mm-hmm. uh, it will be the Master Sword in that chest instead, and you'll have to keep working to find the Butter Sword if you want to find it. It's so so cool it's changed the way that it's it. played a little bit. Um, like you won't find the Titan's Mint early and just have all of the rocks in the world open up to you, which is kind of cool. But at the same time, for a speed run, it, it, it's somewhat interesting sometimes to just be like, "Oh, holy shit! The world just got opened up to me because I got the Butter Sword <laughs> right away." And I can go one shot 90% of the enemies I run into. Um, uh, it's been interesting playing with that and those new kind of rules. I've been having fun with it though.
0: Awesome.
2: Any crazy stories or random things that have made a run super easy or super difficult?
1: I've had su- I had a almost sub two recently that was actually really that I was really pissed off that it was not a sub two hour run. What I needed two? two things to be lucky enough to work for me. So what happened is I went into Turtle Rock, and I went through, and I was like, all right, I've got enough small keys here, probably. I've got my big key already. I found the big key really early. I had a few small keys, and I was like, all right, we're going to push through to the end of the dungeon. And what that means is that there were six different chests that this uh, one item could have been in for me, and I needed one more small key is what I was looking for. And right next to the door that I needed, there are four treasure chests. And there was a fifth one somewhere, but I can't remember what that fifth one I was thinking of was. And then there was a big chest, and I skipped checking the big chest, which saves me, like, a minute from routing down to go get there. And I was like, okay, yeah, I just need to save this minute, and I just need to push through. There's a very good chance of me finding it in one of the chests near the locked door. It's a 16.6% repeating chance chance of being in (sighs) one of these chests. Because I calculated it. It's 1 in 6. And I was like, how bad is my luck if I don't get that small key here? Turns out, I didn't get the fucking small key there. It wasn't in any of those four chests. I had to walk all the way back through the dungeon, all the way back to the big chest, go grab the big chest, and then walk all the way back through the areas that I had already cleared to get to the door to get to the boss. Jeez. I was pissed. So if that hadn't happened, I probably would have had a sub-two hour. Uh, I also could have had a slightly better Ganon's Tower because I couldn't find the big key without clearing about 40% of the lower part of the dungeon. And that means that I had lost a little bit of time to, uh, clearing out rooms in there too. Sure, I could have found it in, I could have found it probably uh, one to two minutes earlier in Ganon's tower, maybe even more than that. And I would have saved more time off of that too. So I should have had a fucking sub two hour run of that finally, but I did give PB off of that run. It was a two hour, three minute run. My previous best was a two-hour, 15-minute run. So that one, as frustrating as it was to not get what I wanted, it was still a pretty good improvement. And it felt really good to make a lot of the right decisions during it.
2: Yeah, it sounds like
0: you're progressing pretty well. I think you nailed it.
1: It's been so much fun. Like, it's a classic game that I'm already in love with, and it's got random stuff on top of it to give me a reason to want to keep going back to it and to keep improving. Cool. I haven't heard you excited about something like this in a while. It's really fun to be this excited about like something. Post-release
0: I... excited, rather.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Big deal. When was the last time you played, just like vanilla Link to the Past?
1: Um, I don't think it was last year. It may have been the year before that. Okay. And when I played through it, I've mentioned this a couple times on the podcast. But when I played through it, I was like, you know, as much as I love Link to the Past, it, the experience is sort of ruined. Because I already know where everything is. Oh, I know right, right. everything in the game. So there's no... There's no mystery. Mm. So now with the, the, with the randomizer, it's like, it's breathed entirely new life into the game for me.
2: Would you say it's a breath of the wild?
1: Uh, it's a breath <laughs> of <laughs> the wild, really fresh air.
0: <sighs> <sighs> Moving on. Oh, come on, Roberto. I played two Atari <laughs> games.
2: You played what, sir? Two Atari two. games?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, so... so the
2: last two remaining?
0: Well, I've got three, but one of them I couldn't get to play. I, would like, tested it out when I bought it, and it was working fine. But now it's not working, so... Hmm. I believe these are the last two for now.
2: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's all right. What'd you
0: play? I played Frogger and Crystal Castles. I, obviously I am working on Thimbleweed Park still. Oh, that's and right. I was ha- I was hoping to have that finished for this episode, but I'm kind of hardcore stuck right now. So I didn't get finished with that. So I went ahead and played these, so I'd have something else. This cover, Robert, holy shit. Which one? For Crystal Castles. Oh, with the bear and all? <laughs>
2: Jesus, that was like a yeah. PCP trip. Look at that.
0: Hold on, let me see which one. Can you link it in Here, Skype? I'll
2: paste it into the Skype.
0: Which one uh, you're looking at? Because, so, okay, so I'll start with Frogger. Well, so first of all, uh, hopefully I'll have... Thimbleweed Park done for next time, and then after that I will be playing Full Throttle Remastered. So those two are what I have kind of in the works. As I said, this time I played Frogger and Crystal Castles. Yeah, this is the this is the one that I have. And I'll start with Frogger. Everyone knows Frogger. You're a little frog, you're on the bottom of the screen, there's cars and stuff driving and you gotta cross the road without getting like squashed by a car. Then there's a river with logs and alligators and lily pads floating by, and you got to jump on those and kind of navigate your way across the river and get to a little safe spot at the end. And when you do that five times, then you beat the level and you move on. Levels get progressively harder as you move, uh, as you move forward. There are, I don't think there's any alligators to start off with, but as you, as you go on, there's alligators later. And uh, there's a couple other things. I don't really remember specifically what, Mm. but Frogger, I mean, Again, everybody knows Frogger. It's not a fantastic, amazing game, but as I was playing it, I can I could kind of see how you know back when it originally came out, how it could kind of be somewhat addictive because it was really pretty challenging. I uh, it's a
2: fun kind of challenging too.
0: Yeah, it's a fun kind of yeah, challenging. Sure. It's not just like stupid hard or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's but you know you got to kind of time your jumps. You got to know when to like watch for stuff that's gonna be floating across the river so you can get across. You can't, most of the lily pads, you can't stand on them for too long because they kind of go under. Or no, it's maybe sick, those are yeah. frogs. I think they're like other, no, no, they're turtles. I'm sorry. The turtles are what oh, go under. Oh, that's right. And then pop back up. So you can't stand on those for too long. So, yeah. so and, and, and you know, speaking for just the Atari version, the the colors and all were, it was a pretty colorful game. So, like, obviously the graphics aren't good at all. But it was still nice to look at just because of the way that, that the colors were. So it was not a game that, you, that I just played for a second and got bored of. I, I, could, I could see somebody, you know, playing it over and over again, trying to just kind of master it because it is a pretty challenging game. Uh, but that's all that's pretty much all there is to it. So Frogger was decent. Crystal Castles is uh, so Frogger, of course, was an at- was an arcade game before it was an Atari game crystal castles was as well and crystal castles atari port was much
1: stars a bear and a red wizard hat <laughs> I, yeah. I assume is that right is the cover of the art there correct yeah that's
0: that's your character
1: yeah okay I, I just needed to point that out
0: it's a bear and a red wizard hat there are little little things chasing you around witches and trees and stuff the the Atari port of Crystal Castles is very bad. So it's this is actually a pretty decent arcade game. You are this little bear with a red wizard hat, and you're walking <laughs> around picking like up spoilers. crystals off the ground. Now, kind of imagine it sort of like Pac-Man, okay? So in Pac-Man you've got basically like the lanes, right? And you're going and there's the dots. And you're in one lane, and you, as you travel down the lane, you pick up the dots. This is very similar to that in a lot of ways. It's more of kind of like a semi-3D plane where, like, the stuff on... It's kind of like you're moving... You're not just moving, like, up and down in some sort of, like, 2D space. It's kind of like when you go up, you're moving, like, you know, sort of into the background is the way it, it kind of looks like. Your guy doesn't get smaller or anything. It's not that advanced, but it's it's kind of like Qbert. You know how Qbert mm. was sort of, like, 3D-ish? There's not like steps that you're jumping on or or there are some steps but it's not like pyramid like steps like Qbert but it's kind of Qbert it's kind of like Qbert in the sense that it is semi 3D when you go up you're really moving kind of to the background again even though you don't get smaller or anything like that. And there are these lanes and there is little crystals on the ground and they fill up basically all of the lanes. Again, very similar to Pac-Man. But imagine if in pa- and this is this is not true for the arcade game. This is only on the Atari version imagine if in pac-man as you're traveling down a lane first of all you have to if you let go of the joystick that he stops that doesn't happen in pac-man he'll keep going whichever way he's going until he hits a wall now that's not that big of a deal except for the fact that the atari controllers suck ass now imagine also in pac-man if while you're traveling down a lane picking up the little dots you can move a little bit from side to side within a lane. It's not just you're in this lane, you're in one spot and you travel straight down it. You're manually controlling really the exact position of your character through the lane, which means that if you're slightly off to the side or up or down or whatever, you can go past one of the little crystals in this case and not actually pick it up. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, that's really weird.
0: And it's also since it's kind of like a, sort of like Hubert ish sort of semi 3d, all of the lanes move diagonally. So you're trying to use, you're trying to navigate this character diagonally using the fucking Guitari joystick. And you're not even the right size of the lane. So yeah, you have to basically line them up perfectly to pick up all the dots off the ground. And that makes the game absolutely suck.
2: I feel like Again. you're getting progressively more frustrated <laughs> as you talk about this. <laughs> That's like your language much... was like colorful and somewhat positive, and now it's just straight vulgar at this point.
0: <laughs> that pretty much describes my experience with it. Again, in the arcade version, that was not an issue. You, if you're in a lane, you're pick, you pick up everything that you walk past. In the Atari port, they didn't do a good. They didn't do that. They didn't do a good job of porting the it's controls bad. over. So. You're control. You're basically like free roaming, pretty much, and you can go around. And I accidentally- prefer
1: free balling. I was just
0: ballin'. gonna say that, Blake. Oh my god, you're free balling <laughs> as this bear in a red wizard hat, and it's actually kind of tough to make sure you're lined up to. There, I mean, I probably pick up fifty percent of the crystals on my first pass, and like the other ones I miss just because I'm not lined up perfectly. Um, also. There's little bad guys chasing you throughout the levels, and you can jump are over ghosts? them. There's no ghosts. There, are the things that you see on this package right here. There's witches. There's angry trees, and you can jump over them, or you can just avoid them. Uh, usually, they're not that hard to avoid, but I definitely do get caught by. Them. I mean, I guess they're they're uh, pretty comparable to the ghosts, really, as far as how difficult they are to avoid. The the um. This, this game sort of, like, highlights how bad the Atari controls are. Because, like, so, I mean, obviously the game wasn't ported well, but it really accentuates, like, when you're holding the... Everybody knows the Atari joystick. It's awkward. It's got one damn button. That's that's all fine. You hold it in the palm... You, like, set it on top of the palm of your hand, which is pretty awkward. But, I mean, that all, that, that I feel like all that could be forgiven because we hadn't really advanced that i mean this is basically the first controller for a for a home console at least for like a ma- at least for like the mass market it wasn't the first but it was like really one of the first major ones so those things aside the control the joystick is so stiff and it's unpredictable sometimes like if you're hitting it at a little bit of an angle it'll go up as opposed to like left even if you're trying to push it left if you push it up a little bit sometimes it'll go up instead and it's just like so like tiny and stiff and awkward that it made it really hard like that added a lot to the like that's what made half of the game as hard as it was because it was because it's so hard to avoid the bad guys when you're using this controller that you really can't trust is going to do what you want it to and then add on top of that again the inability to reliably pick up all of the uh the crystals on the ground and this was not a fun experience
2: yeah that does not sound frogger sounds dummy be fun
0: Frogger was good because you're not like, you know, trying to switch directions all that quickly. It's like you're tapping to the left and then you're tapping up and then you're tapping right. You're not having to hold it down and try to like turn it as you, are you know, go from one direction to the other. It's you tap, wait, tap. Frogger, it really worked pretty well. Crystal Castles, it did not. So if you ever get it, I I think there's like a, some sort of old like Atari classics, (laughs) like uh library or something like that on Steam that does have the arcade version of Crystal Castles. It's it's actually pretty decent. But this Atari version sucks.
2: When you beat the game, did it crash and fry the arcade system?
0: Oh when I beat it after I turned it off after the second level? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? That was so funny.
0: What happened?
2: We beat Turtles in Time. Oh
0: shit. <laughs> yeah
2: that was good. That was funny as hell.
0: That was awesome. I never beat a game so hard that it destroyed the entire uh, arcade cabinet.
2: I feel like you can make a meme out of this somehow.
0: Probably. Mm -hmm. All right, Jay. On to you.
2: So I thought I talked about this game before in the podcast. Maybe I talked about it on a top three list. Um, But today I beat Pikmin for the GameCube console. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I I beat it once before when I was uh, younger. Um the first time I played it was when the game when it originally came out which was in let's see December 2001. So this was one of the earlier games for the GameCube and this was an amazing game at the time and still holds up really really well. Uh, Pikmin is the game setup as you play as a guy named Olimar which I'm sure if you played the most more recent Super Smash Brothers you've seen him um, in there and he is a space pilot traveling through space when a meteor hits his ship and he crash lands on a planet uh pieces of his ship scatter across the planet and the objective is to gather the parts back and you have to do it within 30 days because his i think it's like it's oxygen or whatever only only lasts for 30 days so you have 30 days took like 30 parts when i was younger i struggled with this a lot i'll kind of go into depth with that but now it was like i finished i beat the game on day 23 and i, I screwed around for like two days like completely screwed mm-hmm. around so Uh, So the idea of the game is, you know, he crash lands on this planet and he runs these little creatures called Pikmin And there are three different uh, colors and the three different colors represent different things. So there's red blue and yellow the red ones are uh, Good for combat. They have high health do good damage immune to fire Which is really important in certain levels. The yellow ones fly further. They can dig faster um, And they're kind of more agile overall and then the blue ones uh, are pretty much just except for they can go in water and water will drown your pikmin and it makes this horrifying traumatic noise when they drown
0: <laughs> is it worse than sonic
2: uh it's comparable it's oh, definitely wow. comparable because the pikmin have these little high-pitched voices and they all make individual drowning noises as they're drowning and <laughs>
0: <they'll>... <laughs> and
2: You're like oh my god this is so traumatic and he, what's cool is you can throw the blue ones in the water where the yellow or red ones are drowning and they'll actually recover them from the water which is pretty cool oh that's nice yeah so the controls of this game, this is a, one of the more. This is probably my only real frustration point with this game. Overall, great game. Held up very well. The controls are a little wonky. So this is a GameCube game. Uh, the camera is what is so weird. So the controls of the game you're playing is Olimar the whole time. And the A button is used for, it's kind of like a use button. Uh, it allows you to pick Pikmin out of the ground. You can throw Pikmin. Um, you can hit objects if you have nothing in your hand or there's nothing to pick up in front of you. Uh, the B button does like this whistle command that allows you to uh, call Pikmin to you because otherwise the Pikmin will just kind of stand there idle if they're not following you. Uh, the C stick plays this trumpet and the trumpet organizes the Pikmin and so if you play the trumpet, if you push the C stick upwards, your Pikmin will run in front of you. If you play it behind you, you get the point. But if the, – really, it's really wait, not the wait, helpful. Hold on, real
0: quick. You say like in front of you, behind you. So do you control the main uh, – whatever his name is, the captain Omar. guy? Okay. Yes, you
2: control Olimar with the with the regular analog stick, and then you have the C-stick as well, which okay. controls the trumpet, which controls the Pikmin in essence. So – but the, the trumpet really – I mean you – sending your Pikmin forward or backwards isn't really that useful. It allows you to command them to do certain things if you need to. It, it's very limited length. But the one useful thing about it is – if you go left, if you like wiggle the C-Stick left and then right and then left and then right, it'll create sort of a single file line. And this can be very important when you have high number of Pikmin and you're crossing something like a bridge, because your Pikmin will fan out like a pyramid behind you. And if it's, you have too many Pikmin, the ones on the left and right point of the pyramid will just fall in the water and drown. So as you're going across some of these longer bridges, you'll have to move Olimar, while maintaining the camera, and wiggling the C stick back and forth at the right time. And if you goof it, which I've goofed several times, your Pikmin will fan out and jump in the water and drown. <laughs> so a little bit weird. Uh, the Y and X button, I don't remember what the Y button does. but The X button makes this like really unique sound. It's like another whistle type sound. And all the Pikmin you have, you dismiss them. They just go, they separate into their groups of each color, and then they just sit, sit there until you tell them to do something. Uh, Other than that, the R, I think it's the right trigger, is used for controlling the camera. You can zoom in or out. And then the Z button does like this really zoomed out overhead view. And it's really nice when you're fighting uh, to use that sort of viewpoint, because it gives you an idea of what's going on. Um, So that's that's kind of the general idea of the game. Uh, This game, I remember when I played it when I was younger, I was very scared about losing Pikmin, because it's really sad. Uh, The Pikmin (laughs) are these really cute, adorable things. You have large numbers of them. And as the game progresses, you start losing them in larger and larger amounts. The main creatures you fight in the game, I can't think of their names, but they're like these large, uh, almost toad-looking things. They, um, imagine if a toad had chicken legs. That's kind of the closest comparison I can think of. They have very large red asses with white dots, and they are much, much larger. They're probably 50 times the size of Olimar. And so these things are sleeping, and if you wake them up, they will run you down, and they will eat your Pikmin in large quantities. And so how you combat them is you you run up to them, you wait for them to attack, you, s- you use the trumpet to sort of move your Pikmin out of the way, and then you throw your Pikmin on the back of them. And they start DPSing. So they start dealing damage to his back, and they do more damage on the back. Now what he will do is he'll shake his back, and then he'll turn around and take a bite of all the Pikmin that fell off. And he'll kill any number of Pikmin that are in the way. So the combat is, is very fast-paced in certain circumstances. So you throw him on his back, he shakes them off, you need to blow your whistle to recover your Pikmin and get them out of the way before he swings again. And it's sort of a rinse-repeat process. And it's not too bad, usually, except for these larger ones are, are parents. And they have miniature ones that are with them. And the little ones, though they don't have as much health and they don't eat as many Pikmin, they're faster and they're much more of a nuisance. And in my experience, they hit Olimar a lot more. And Olimar has his own life bar. If Olimar dies, your day ends. And so the days, like I said, you have 30 days to complete the game. Um, you have a, a sort of a timer at the top of the screen that tells you what point of the, ga- what point of the day you're in. And this is where I, this is what, kind of where we are talking about with the drowning noise from Sonic the Hedgehog. Towards the end of the day, you'll get a notice of, hey, it's almost done, uh, nighttime. you need to get home, get all your Pikmin. And then you look at the map and you're like, oh shit, I have two blue Pikmin over there, I have ten yellow over there, I need to get them all, get them <laughs> home. And you're like, oh, I don't have enough time to get them all. So what do you do? Well, you get as many as you can to get back home, and then this timer starts, and it goes 10, nine. Eight, oh no. It goes all the way down to zero, and the zero flashes. Like, oh, <laughs> it's that traumatic sort of sort of experience. And so any Pikmin that are outside of your base die, and you watch them die. And so as your, your ship takes off for the night, uh, each of the Pikmin has a little home depending on its color. So there's like yellow house, a blue, and a red house. They all fly away, and then you see these little Pikmin running into the scene as you're flying away, and then here comes a creature eating all those Pikmin. And it's like, no, what did I do? So you have to be, I mean, my purpose of playing was to avoid losing as many Pikmin as I could until I got to the last level.
0: <laughs> and
2: so it, the objective of the game is, it's a very puzzle-based game. So like I said, the Pikmin have different uses, and so there's like levels where you might need a variety of Pikmin. Uh, The first couple levels are pretty straightforward. You only really need the red and yellow ones, and then you get the blue ones a little bit later. And so a specific part might say, okay, I need 20 blue Pikmin. I'm going to run through the water with them. I'm going to have them construct a bridge. And construct a bridge just means there's already a bridge sort of built, and they have to knock it into place, if you will. So they DPS the bridge. Okay, while they're doing that, I'm going to go home. I'm going to get 20 yellow Pikmin, because I need to throw them up on this ledge, because they fly higher. They fly further than the red ones. So then you get your 20 Pikmin. Well, okay, there's a wall in the way, too. Okay, let's grab some bombs. Well, do I ha- are there any bombs in the map? Well, yeah, but they're guarded by a bunch of bad guys. Okay, so I'm going to leave the yellow ones here. I'm going to have the blue ones doing that. I'm going to go get 30 red ones, and I'm going to go fight these bad guys. And then I'll get the yellow ones to get the bombs, and then I'll go across the bridge. And this is a single day. So this huh. is all going on at the same time. And some of the levels, you know, if you want to beat the game and, and do well, this is the kind of thought process you have to have. The other thing is how you duplicate, how you gain more Pikmin. Uh, so at the beginning of the game, you start with like one or two Pikmin, and then there are these mm-hmm. flowers that are around your base that have uh, they're, they're a token with a number on it. So it will have one, two, five, ten, twenty, 10, 20. And the tokens, that's, that number represents how many Pikmin or, it is required to pick it up. So one token takes one, right? So you DPS the flower, or you, you kill the flower that has the token on it, and then you take the the, the token home. So if there's a a 10 token, that requires 10, obviously, you can have up to 20, I believe, or so, Pikmin pick pick it up to move it faster. And you you may want to actually put 20 on it, depending on what part of the day it is. Because if it's in the later portion of the day, you obviously want to get it home quicker to make it home in time. So the other thing comes in play is whichever house that token gets taken to, that is the number, that is the color that gets those seeds. So, if the red ones take it to their house, then you get a bunch of red Pikmin. If the yellow ones take it to their house, you get the idea. But how does it decide if you say, if you put um, some yellow, some blue, and some red on a token? Well, whichever has the largest portion, that's the house it's going to go to. Pretty simple. So, your, your idea in the game is you need to make sure that you have a good number of each one. Because, like I said, there are levels where you're going to be using multiple Pikmin just to get a single part. And so in my experience you you want a split of about 60 20 20 you want 60 percent red because they are used for fighting they're used for collecting things uh and they just have the the main role and they die the most by far uh yellow ones you just want some and blue the same one of the other things is if pikmin fight for a while they start getting stronger so they start with a leaf on top of their head Mm -hmm. it turns into like a flower bud and then it evolves into a flower when they're when their flower is bloomed they are at their most powerful form, and they do a lot more damage. Uh, so they do that through living for a while, I think through combat, and then the other way is through nectar. And nectar can be found in grass. You, you walk around, you'll find these piles of grass. You pluck the grass, there's nectar in it. Or there's rocks sometimes. You'll dig through these rocks and find some nectar. And so that's the kind of general idea of the game. Uh, the parts, so the parts take anywhere from 15 to 50 Pikmin to pick them up. 50. So you have to take, and you can only have 100 out at a time. So you have to be very specific on, on what you're doing because you're like, OK, I need to you know work on this next part while I get this part. And you're trying to make sure that you do all these things at once without leaving any of them out overnight. Because if you start losing too many Pikmin, you're going to have to waste an entire day macroing. And it's literally what will happen. I, thankfully, I didn't run into that at all. I was able to macro while I was focused on on collecting parts throughout it. And like I said, I beat it on day 23. So I had seven extra days left at the end. Uh, You only need 25 parts to actually beat the game. The extra five parts are available if you are ahead of schedule. And then the last boss is an absolute pain in the ass and was not really enjoyable. So you get 29 parts, and then this last level unlocks. And the level itself wasn't too bad. It was kind of tedious and kind of stupid how you had to actually complete the level. Wasn't a big fan of it. But the boss, you walk in, and there's sort of this quick sandy looking area it's just like the circular area, circular area full of sand and there's like this turtle shell sitting in the middle it almost looks like a turtle shell or like an island sitting in the center of it with these like little ferns growing on it or something and i was like okay so i throw a pikmin in the middle of it and there's this giant ass creature pops out and eats the pikmin i threw in like the second i threw it in there he jumped up and ate it i was like <laughs> oh okay and he has like this giant uh, coral shell. It's like one of those uh, spiraling coral shells on his back and imagine this things probably two to three times as big as a normal big bad guy. So this guy's probably 150 times the size of Olimar. And I learned very quickly that he has phases and I didn't really, I, I didn't, couldn't identify it because he didn't, you know, glow red or, or do anything that signified that he was transitioning, Just kind of a frustrating element. But essentially the idea for him is he has a couple of moves. First one is he he like kind of like powers up, and then he rolls his tongue out. And if anything touches his tongue, he pulls it into his mouth. So if you have a 100 Pikmin in front of him, he will consume 100 Pikmin. I had 500 Pikmin going into the last level. And so his other move is he powers yeah. up and then jumps and does like a uh, ass body slam or ass ground slam and will squish any Pikmin underneath. So he kind of goes back and forth with these two attacks. And the idea is you want to take a bomb and you... Fortunately, you take yellow Pikmin, you get a bunch of bombs, and then you have to sacrifice your yellow Pikmin, Ali Akbar, and throw it in front of the big boss. He sucks him in, blows up, and then he gets dazed for a second. You throw a much red Pikmin on his face and DPS him down. So that's phase one. Phase two, which happens at about 50% health, he goes off and he just starts ground slamming and ground slamming over and over and over. And what I think, I didn't read about this. I think this is how his mechanic works. He will progressively ground slam one more time each cycle if you haven't bombed him in a while. So if you're just throwing Pikmin at his face while he's like sucking up Pikmin or doing a variety of different things and just kind of DPS him that way, I think you can ultimately get to a point where he will just ground slam you to death. And it was really Hmm. stupid. And it it was just kind of like frustrating. And the worst part was I got him to about 10% health and then I had to go home because it was the end of the day. It took me an entire day, which the days last anywhere from about, I believe, 15 to 25 minutes. And I went home put my pikmin in their house flew away came back the next morning and he was at full health so i had to do the entire thing (laughs)
0: that sucks
2: yeah i was really pissed and so um ultimately the second time i just destroyed him i barely even used the bombs i was just very specific on my positioning and i made sure to just do it very very carefully um the sound effects in the game are really good the music is exceptionally good it's it's great for the environment it it sort of amplifies everything you see in terms of visual elements and I'm trying to think there's anything else that was like really just stuck
0: out. Uh, when you when you do a day, is it's not like Alright, here's your mission for this day. It's kinda of like you're just going out and exploring, exploring more and finding the parts.
2: Correct. The first okay. couple level or first couple days you're in this one level and then you ultimately get a map. Prior to the map, you are literally going in blind. Now the the mm-hmm. paths that are available are very limited because you only have a couple different types of Pikmin. But you know, once you get the map, then you kind of see on the mini map. All you see is the layout of the map. You see where there's water, and you see where there's a star, and a star represents a part. And so you have to scout ahead. So what I what I would do is I would I say, okay, today I'm going to focus on doing this task, and then I would get all my Pikmin doing that. And while they're doing that, I'd be scouting around trying to figure out where the next part is for the next day, or trying to plan ahead to macro or whatever it might be, and just trying to get an idea of where I'm going to head next. And so I kept that I kept that uh, that tempo throughout the entire playthrough, and it was really good. I was able to stay ahead of it the entire time. Very fun game. I don't remember enjoying the second one as much. And if I'm not mistaken, the second one doesn't have the timer, which sort of gives this game its meaning, if you will. It's like it's what incur- right. it makes the playstyle enjoyable. So I'm probably going to play it. It still falls within our, our realm of the Classic Gaming Podcast. I have it, so I will probably give it a try. But I'm not looking forward to it too much, to be honest.
0: Yeah, that sounds from the way you were describing it. It sounds like the timer is kind of like a key part of it.
2: Yeah, it's like, it's like its essence, if you will. Like it, It's really important, but I will, I'll give it a shot. I mean, you never know. It could be really, really good.
0: I've really i I've never played this game. I've never played any of the Pikmin games, but I've always wanted to.
2: Yeah, if you ever want to give a shot.
0: It sounds really fun. Yeah, coming
2: to town again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess it's time to move on to emails. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, news. I
2: think that's <laughs> probably a good order for tonight.
0: Yeah, definitely not gonna try to save yeah. that for afterward.
2: I can read them while we play if you want to start playing.
0: Uh, no, I'm not gonna worry about not gonna worry about that. Did you ever play as do you ever play as the Pikmin guy on uh, Super Smash Brothers?
2: A little bit, not enough to say too much about it, but yeah.
0: Okay. Alright. Emails. first one comes from nils and i did either neither of you listened to the last episode did you no
2: um no
0: all right so i would have to explain i will though Everybody else, all the listeners will know what I'm talking about, but when we were talking about spoilers and stuff, remember we were talking about spoilers a lot on the last one? Okay. We were, uh, I was like <laughs> going through and beeping stuff out and then there's um, uh, pfft, Je- uh, Jeffrey sent in an email that was specifically like about spoilers and how like he doesn't think people should get like, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you sure that was the last one? I thought
2: that was the one
0: before. No, that was, was the sure. last one. Okay. And uh, so like I beeped out tons of stuff on his just like goofing around. And then like <laughs> I just like went off the rails and I thought it'd be funny to like have just like a like not a 100, but like 15 beeps in a row basically for oh, no reason. No. And I did them all like different tones and lengths and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah. So, I'm definitely going to listen to this. So <laughs> Nils just wrote. Um, he didn't even write an email. He only he put the entire message in the subject line. And it says beep yourself, Robert. That's awesome. So thank you, Nils. Good email. Next one Chase the Night Cleaner. I think we can see that one coming. Good evening, Robert, J and Blake. How are y'all doing today?
1: Hey, hi, hi.
0: Doing well. I didn't work today, so. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Experience. Yeah, I've been off the last two days, actually. Nice. Yeah. Glad to hear you were able to accomplish your first Play Games with Each Other challenge. At least according to Twitter, it is happening. I am excited to hear how everything played out and who gets the secret of Evermore guide. Well, you're in luck, Jeffrey, because we're about to do it. Just to, it's it's tonight. We're gonna record it. I don't know for sure if I'll include it in the episode. That all depends on how interesting it turns, how, how fun it actually turns out to be. To listen Blake guys level one calling it right now. It might be boring. Fuck no.
1: Not happening. I no. think Blake's probably gonna win. I hope so. Blake's a bitch. I've been par- practicing 80 hours a week. I've
2: been practicing 81 hours a week.
1: Shit. Shit. You need to practice more than me. Boom. Oh!
0: <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, sorry Jay for bombing your Twitter with pictures of the Final Fantasy Tactics guide. You never looked okay. me up, so I thought I'd give you a taste of what I'm packing. Let's see this? I don't remember this.
1: Did you get they're... some did somebody send Oh, I had five you notifications to show you what oh, they're wow. rocking in the browser. Oh
0: wow that is sick all right we'll get to that uh as for the final fantasy tactics guide i thought perhaps we could get this challenge out of the way quick and dirty like challenge all right here we go oh this should be interesting challenge will be simple so this is for the final fantasy tactics guide okay oh god all right challenge will be simple for the hosts interested in this book i'll leave this one once again to you uh you two guys For the hosts interested in this book, I want you to answer a single question of the day for me that I have been saving for just such an occasion. Based on your answers, I will ask other regular contributors to email in their opinions as well as my own on who wins, which is to say we vote for you based on what you say.
2: That's funny as hell.
0: All right, so... Chase is going to give us a question. Y'all are going to give us an answer. And then the listeners have to vote for who gave you the best answer. All right?
2: I don't know how I feel about this.
0: Okay. Um, the question is, what is the shittiest, worst, downright low thing you have done for a video game, either to acquire it or find time to play it? Ooh. It could be... Ferris Bueller style, skipping out on school, or family stuff, but you better make this good because this is a competition.
2: Can After we you... think about this and answer this in a bit? I yeah, make I think that's this good. I, think okay. that's
1: fine. I, I don't think what I did, like, I remember one thing <laughs> close to some of that, and it wasn't like it was shitty, it wasn't a good idea, but I, I don't think of it as shitty, it wasn't like I kicked a kid in the nuts and then took the game <laughs> out of his hands or anything like that. Um, it was one. actually yeah right uh, you it was won. actually a pretty ferris bueller style thing the first one that comes to mind for me anyway uh this was back in fourth grade and my dad worked whatever shifts he could get so a lot of the time i would have to get myself out of myself out of bed in the morning get myself dressed get my backpack and everything and get myself to the bus to catch uh school and I'd been playing... This was probably my dozenth playthrough of Shining Force 2 at this time. Shining Force 2 is a strategy RPG on the Sega Genesis. And I even remember being pretty far through the game. It's when you go back to Grand Seal. the st- The island that you start the game on. And... I'd gotten up to this point, and I was playing a little bit in the morning before I went to school. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to go. So I packed up all my stuff, got my backpack, and headed out the door. And it was like a mile walk to get up to where I'm supposed to catch the bus. And I started heading over there. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't have to catch that bus. <laughs> I can just turn around right now and go back home. And so I ended up... Uh,
0: nice. Who's going to know?
1: I went ahead and I hid in, like, uh, this was uh, out out in the country, kind of, so I went and hid in some trees for a little bit, and I watched the bus, and I watched <laughs> it
2: pull up, oh my I watched God. it pick all the That's other kids awesome. up,
1: and I watched it pull away, and I was like, alright, this is it, now I'm gonna sneak back home and go play more games. I love love the
0: image of you like with your head sticking out from behind a tree watching the bus driving by. It
1: was genius because I totally needed to be hiding and I didn't just go back to the house. No, 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 no. (laughs) I had to go sit in the little itty bitty forest by our house and watch the bus pull up and then sneak back home. So I go back home and I play and my dad came home and he was Pissed.
2: Of course it's pissed.
1: He was mad as hell. And uh I didn't care. I played Shining Force 2 all <laughs> fucking day, <Game laughs> man.
2: That's a strategy right there. You're like
1: <laughs> I, DGAF, I played
0: Shining Force I-G-D- <laughs> You say DGAF,
2: son. Jesus. I DGA. What the
0: fuck? Wait. So you didn't even t- try try to tell him that you were sick or something. You were just like, "Yes."
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I, I, I was like super upfront with him because my dad was pretty cool. Okay, he was a really bad kid when he was a kid, and <laughs> so he like he was a thousand times worse than any shit that I ever did to him. And so I like he came home and I was like, "Yeah, I I, I skipped the bus today. I didn't get on the bus. I stayed home." And he was like, "Well, I'm turning the fucking game off now." And I was like, "All right, fine. I play all day. I'm good now."
2: <laughs> oh god! <laughs> all right, that's so, really good. So I, I was gonna say something about school. I think I think everybody kind of has that story of ditching. Uh, Blake, you know, wow, obviously ditching. Of a lot course, of, uh, yeah, yeah, high school and stuff. So when I was really young, we I used to we used to attend church, and every Saturday we'd go to church. And then as like a you know, hey, thanks for wasting two hours of your time. We got to go to Blockbuster and we got to rent a game. And me and my older brother would always we'd always have to agree on a game, which wasn't an issue. This is when Final Fantasy 7 came out, and they always had they had a shit ton of copies. So we were at church, and my bro, my older brother and I were trying to figure out a way we could get out of going, or we, we could leave church early to go play to go uh, get the game, go home and play. it And so I was trying to think of something. So I used to be the person because my I had a, I have a an infant younger brother at the time as well and so i used to take him out when he'd start crying i would take him out in the entranceway, and you know he'd cry 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 and punch him in the
1: arm back.
2: yeah I'd pinch his nipples and all <laughs> stuff and uh so one so i got the bright idea i was like oh i'll just say you know harry's sick or something and that way I, you know get out of this or whatever so i told my parents i was like hey harry just threw up outside um because i was like oh maybe they'll, they'll let us leave like you know and my whole family came in one car so it wasn't like we could like drive home separate and so my dad was like oh are you serious like you know what color was i was like ah uh, you know it it was you know milky kind of liquid you know whatever and i was like i was i had no idea what to say i was like <laughs> eight years old probably nine years old i was like uh you know and then my dad's like okay uh so we went out front and he was like we were talking out front for a second he's like where did he throw up and i was like uh like over there <laughs> and he like walked over there and he's like where i'm like uh, like over there and he's like i don't see anything i'm like oh shit, oh shit. And he's like, oh, maybe I tried it up for something. I'm like, yeah, maybe I tried it up for something. Like, okay, we can go home. He's like, we can go, we can go. I was like, okay, let's go. And my dad, like, he was the only person that really, really wanted to be there. But I feel kind of bad about it now because he actually cared about being there. But it was so funny because he was like, oh. He was like, he wasn't, he didn't think I was lying. He was concerned about, like, what it looked like in, for my little brother's health. And I didn't give a shit. But we and the worst part was we didn't even go to Blockbuster because they were so concerned about it. We just went home. Yeah, I was about to so say, and then you were like, "Oh, can we go to Blockbuster?" Yeah, exactly. You're on the way home, <laughs> and you're God. like, "Hey, by the way, can we turn around really quick yeah. at By the <laughs> way, can uh can we stop Blockbuster? Now? I didn't know what to do. I try to get my I try to get my older brother to do it, and then we get home. My older brother goes. He was I'm so disappointed in you. And I was like, why? He's like, because that was such a shit. He's like, that was such a bad lie. I was like, dude, I'm like, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> like, that was the best thing I could come up with.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Or a bunch of that was pretty good. Those are both pretty good. I, I, I I, at least I have... got
1: to play my game, all right?
0: That's, that's, tr- that's I very think true. I like Blake's a little better mostly from him hiding behind the tree. Hiding behind, behind, behind trees. Tree. Like, <laughs> peeking
1: out behind a tree, like. <laughs>
0: I can't get I can't get over
1: that. Like seriously, like I would I had to walk half a mile to get over to where this part of the trees are, and then it was another half mile walk up to the bus. I am half a fucking mile away from this bus, down a straight street, just staring out from behind this tree. So is anybody gonna stop me? Is anybody gonna tell me I gotta go to school? No. uh -uh.
0: The bus driver probably had binoculars looking out besides the, the bus. <laughs> like, oh,
1: shit, hiding in the trees, buying it time for today. I'll whoop his ass tomorrow.
0: That's super funny. <laughs> oh, man. That's really good. <laughs> okay. So send in an email and vote for whose story you think is better. And then that person's going to get Final Fantasy Tactics. The guy. Woo! Uh, and that is it for me gentlemen let me know if you think my challenge is stupid or not but a challenge laid must be played
1: <laughs> so get anything. the ball the fact that we each did actually have a story for it I am that was good it, putting us on the spot like that I was a little worried but we both pulled it out so uh, no no that was fun yeah
0: uh, let's get the ball rolling so we can see what other weird guides I have in my box of oh tricks. my god dude
1: <laughs> so jealous I hope that there's one that Rob wants
0: yeah me too <sighs> I don't That means I probably won't want it. Cheers and hear from you soon, Chase the Night Cleaner. Thank you, Chase. And one more. The resident archivist, Jonathan. Oh, nice. I really, I haven't, I kind of glanced through this and I think this is going to, I don't know exactly what it's about, but this looks like another very interesting email. Back by popular demand is his uh, subject line. Hello, gentlemen. What a joy it was to be mentioned not once, but twice this past podcast. Jeffrey was right. The count of cuss words is far less appealing with Jay missing from the crew. <laughs> what are you talking about? Although Blake had a potty mouth
1: this last time. Damn yeah, right oh, I think. Well what game was I talking about?
0: Uh probably probably uh, Legend of Zelda or LinkedIn. Right. What
1: was the top three then?
0: <laughs> oh, You're trying to justify uh... it. Wait, 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 hold on a minute. Oh, <laughs> right, 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 <laughs>
1: if right, I'm right. gonna
0: get called a potty mouth let me
1: see. I just want to know why, because if it's a good reason, it was but, uh, classic uh, games we were the best at. I was probably to shit at something, and I just needed everybody Weed to know.
0: Best, probably.
1: Weed a best get it. It is four twenty because week. it's four twenty one. Ah
0: now. no, tomorrow
2: you know somebody told me tomorrow. Tomorrow's the real holiday because it's four twenty two.
0: All right, moving That's on. What told me this week. I was like, oh okay. was <laughs> a perfect. Perfect, perfect 20, response. Okay, <laughs> This like what like, I would like, say.
1: Choke it, all right? I mean, just, just stay Nobody, in the engine. So nobody's
0: gonna, nobody's gonna be like judging you, dude. If you just want to smoke on four twenty-two, you don't have to justify it.
2: <laughs> I took off work yesterday and, and today, and everybody was like, "Oh, I'm taking off four twenty, huh?" I was like, "Yes." I'm oh, you know it's gonna be
1: so great, though, you guys. Oh, in three years, it'll be <laughs> twenty twenty. <laughs> it'll be almost and legal. So and so every day of April will, will be 420 because it'll be 20th. It'll be 2020. It's like you're reading my mind.
2: Cool, my roommates are actually day. stoned in the other room watching Spongebob. I'm dead serious.
1: Now. You, uh, <laughs> I am so sorry. Oh, it's, so, it's
2: actually a funny thing. In the world. A literal
1: trope. I'm sorry.
0: It's so funny. It's just it's so funny nation. to listen to. All right. Any anyway. Robert asked me to chronologically record how long he talked versus the others. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Robert, your voice was captured <laughs> 73% of the entirety of the episode.
1: Note. Now, that probably also counts the emails, which you talk more during. That's but a good point. Even, even then, I mean, it's still going to be somewhere in the 60 to 70% range, I would guess.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. You're right. Note, you're right. Like you're this, right. This did not count the five minutes of silence when Rob should have been talking, but was either trying to land a joke or forgot where he was. Uh, when he does the uh, uh, <laughs> um... what he's about. Jay continues to set records as he consistently forgets when the podcast starts <laughs> oh,
2: yeah.
0: and shows up late. <laughs> At least was
2: on time today, right? Perfect. Hey, classic. Classic Jay, classic. am I
1: right? Mm-hmm. Get it? Classic gaming.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Blake. You want to put your microphone near your head again?
1: No, I was grabbing something on my desk. Sorry, I had to lean away. Especially to get away Those from these me.
0: these nuts? Are you grabbing these
1: nuts? No, I've, I've actually been grabbing my own plenty. I'm good for today. Thank you. 20,
0: Jesus. Jay also seems to, to mispronounce words quite often.
1: Oh, this is very true.
0: I started. He doesn't give any examples of that. I don't think. Oh, I,
2: I, what? Come on.
0: Come yeah, on! Don't,
1: don't blue ball us like that. Yeah, Jonathan,
0: yeah, that's fucked up. That that'll count, be the man. next email. You can follow us up on that one. I started to count the annoying beeps that aired on this show until Rob trolled us by playing a spoilers loop that made me want to shoot myself. Yeah, you know, that's fair. Robert, what do you Robert, doing? Robert makes me sure want to shoot listening.
2: Listening.
0: I will never play ten two. And oh, would yeah. honestly prefer to hear whatever was beeped out rather than have to sit through fifty plus hours of BS gameplay. Like,
2: did you did you Google that by the way after the podcast and confirm what I told you? I want you to understand that that is actually true.
1: Oh, I believe. Don't block you. it out of your mind.
2: Okay. Don't block I it. I don't think I had
1: blocked it out. Thank you. And now I remember it. And now I wish I was dead again. Exploding, I could be
2: exploding. Blitz. Not like
1: be... dead again, as in I would I want to die once again. But <clears throat> as in I once again wish I was dead. You Just dead to clarify. too. That makes sense. <laughs> Fuck off. With um, <laughs> dead dash point five,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, now, all right. I could be wrong, but I don't think I. I know I beeped out some stuff on that part of the episode, but I think the only stuff I beeped out was when you said a spoiler for Final Fantasy X that, like, you were referring to, to explain part of. Yeah, I mean, I, the whole thing is a spoiler, booklet.
2: but you should everybody should face that and understand that that actually exists in this world for some reason. Right, time. that is
1: the world that we live in. That is our reality. That's,
0: that is Spira. Question of <laughs> question question <laughs> of the day. Of death. Oh, Jonathan's got a question of the day this time. Does he have a ready for this? because I'm not I'm not doing questions of the day unless there's a player's got involved. Now, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh robert mentioned losing his virginity at the exact moment he would practice mortal Kombat two moves with his friend by testing their memories of how the move is
1: performed jesus i question. almost i remember the part about memory with mortal Kombat. i don't remember the virginity part so i'm just going. i don't do either
0: that. actually that's funny jay
1: said like N- no, question, no, no 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 did I, you ever
0: I, lose your virginity? was this before or after you lost your virginity and i said it was at the exact moment oh okay uh, question, did you lose, so did you lose your virginity to a dude?
2: Was <laughs> you play with your joystick?
0: I'm gonna put this one back on you, Jonathan. Is that a problem if I lost my virginity to a dude?
2: I was watching Lion King when I lost my virginity, the original Lion King.
0: <laughs> that helps. Are you being serious? Well, that scene where <laughs>
1: Pins him down. Oh, Whatever yeah. it
0: takes, Robert. Oh,
1: Whatever
0: yeah. Wow. This is like two
2: weeks ago, so.
0: <laughs> okay, that makes, that's, that's a little better. I must admit, if this email seems a bit salty, I went back to Episodes 1 through 4.
2: How? Oh, never mind. I understand. (laughs) Oh.
0: Jesus, what is wrong with you? Stop. About a year or two ago, Rob included a message on Episode 1 warning listeners that they may want to skip Episodes 1 through 9 to enjoy a smoother, easier listening experience.
2: Ooh, I like it.
0: If you did this, don't ever do that again. If you did this, quickly go (laughs) listen to those episodes now. First off, you will be rewarded with classic reviews such as Final Fantasy Tactics, Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, Mega Man X, Castlevania, SimCity 2K, Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, Earthbound, Might and Magic, Choke Fucking Boys Chrono Dungeon, Cross. And... Dude, oh my god. I'm by hearing that. And a priceless rant about Kingdom Hearts that cannot be replaced. So, <laughs> side
2: note, Blake, I've been listening to the Chrono Cross soundtrack nonstop for a week straight, literally nope. nonstop. I fucking I went hiking this <laughs> day for five hours listening to that soundtrack. It was so good. That soundtrack is stupid good.
0: Yeah.
1: That
2: game awful, but it makes me want to play it, which is such a trap. It's such a tra-
1: trap. Don't fall into the trap. Don't do it. I
2: can't. I'm about to. I'm downloading it
0: right now. Sorry. Barbara. As a bonus. The first two episodes feature, I think, Blake beatboxing as the intro. No, that was me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was was Robert. And the Robert Chrono Trigger escapades. He talks about wanting to like the game. He talks about liking the game. And then he talks about not finishing it and why. We need
2: need to delete the first couple episodes. Hide the evidence. (laughs) Never happened. Never happened. (laughs) Do you have any proof? No? All right. Didn't happen.
0: He then treats us to the first ever top three. This classic discusses games that everyone loves, but you hate. Donkey Kong, Diablo, Spyro, Star Fox 64, Majora's Mask, Tetris, and to top it off, Metal Gear Solid.
1: (laughs) What a list! (laughs) Our first,
2: like, five episodes, there were some sick, nasty titles. I think Final Fantasy Tactics is on there twice, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Probably. I think so, yeah. So I link to the past has been in the last twenty, so Yeah. It's a great game
0: as well. And then before that it was like every single Final Fantasy game.
1: Yeah. Hey, what I played through them all over the course of like four months. What do you want?
0: That's cool. That's fun. Yeah,
1: it was cool.
0: Squirt up, up, Robert. Don't be a bitch.
1: (laughs) And I
0: won't spell it out because over the next sixty or so episodes, Robert mentions it about one thousand times, easily squashing any hope that final fan any hope final fantasy could have
1: about the most mentioned game wait what, what? that he Pretty must again. be referring to metal gear solid because i think Uh-oh. that was the last game he mentioned on that list oh uh,
0: okay 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 yeah what a joy to listen gentlemen <laughs> I, feel, I sense some sarcasm in that until next time john That's oh fine. he goes by john Thanks, sorry so john you. we've been calling you jonathan this they
2: say time. on average guys named john or jonathan are extremely attractive
0: you guys know that. Oh, okay. Is that true? Mm-hmm. In okay. fact, I can tell oh. you from
2: hand experience. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know Get what your hand money. on. Huh? What? Get your hand done?
2: <laughs> I didn't say that Blake did. So.
1: Hand on, yeah. as in hand on John, because he okay. was handsome.
0: There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was- <clears> okay. <throat> all right everybody thanks for listening it's time for us to play diablo you might hear back from us or this might be the end of the episode right here
2: no we're gonna do we're gonna talk about interesting stuff
0: okay i no i'm gonna I'll, I'll if we do it'll be on here yeah, we do.
1: but so if not i want to give our
0: listeners work. a proper goodbye